Welcome, welcome to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis, where every day I aim to bring you the latest in UFO reports and other fascinating stories from around the globe. Today is Tuesday, February 20th, 2018. And on Fridays, please join me for my talk show, The Outlander, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, where I take your calls, get your emails, interview some intriguing guests, and just go to HeidiHollis.com for more information on The Outlander Show. And also check out my paranormal comic strip called The Outlanders. How about that, huh? (laughs) You can find all that and more on HeidiHollis.com. All right, blasting off with some UFO reports. UFO sighting in Port Port Louis. (sighs) I swear. Port Louis District. Oh, this is a bit of a blast from the past. This occurred January 14th, 2009. The person states, I was on holiday when then was abducted by Asian-like reptile. Hmm. It was small, but very dominant. Me and my brother and my cousins were playing with each other while our mother was out. We had finished sightseeing and wanted to know and relax. We played a game called Soggy Biscuit. Okay. This is just so chopped up. Soggy Biscuit, a family-introduced game we like to play on holiday. It was after we had finished, we went outside as my cousin had threw up. (laughs) What? Then as we were comforting our cousin, we heard a low humming noise. And over the mountains of Marietta's, there was a pulsating light. All we remember is the burning sensation in our kidneys after they had taken us, and the horrible re sound their disfigured reptilian Asian faces made. What a report. That's it. That, that is it. That's all they wrote. Here's another short one. UFO sighting in Langley Park, England. This occurred February 2nd, 2018. I have footage and pictures if required. Hi, I caught this on CCTV. I have pictures and footage on this. You, I don't know how much it apart from it stayed from birth to death for 17 minutes. Wish I could help more. It was approximately 12.07 a.m. Saturday. Gone. What? I, I, wow. People, really, are you in a rush? You took the time to give a report and word salad. Word salad. Where's the dressing? Huh? I don't know. UFO sighting in Marbella, Andalusia. Andalusia? That's what it looks like. This occurred May 31st, 2014. Fast moving lights. I was heading to throw away my rubbish at about 2200 hours when three lights that could have been planes at first sight because of the distance appeared suddenly from the sky moving faster and easier turning than any kind of human made technology flying around themselves in kind of circles. Then they ascended and disappeared at the same speed as they came. Remarkable to say that they were different colors, like blue, kind of red and white. My first thought was it could be drones. Movement also confirms it was possible, but it was obvious they were big ships and were far away like a plane in the distance. I'm a convinced scientist, but things so clear as this make me doubt about what we really understand about this world. I look forward to your response. Kind regards. Hmm. UFO sighting in Manchester, England. This occurred January 27, 2018. 
Meteor-like white light entered atmosphere, stopped at cloud level, then zipped 90 degrees to right behind cloud. Staring at the sky as I normally do on the weekends, I it was a partially cloudy night with large cumulus clouds with clear breaks between the clouds. After about an hour of observation, I saw the following. A white light seemed to enter the atmosphere directly downwards. It became brighter, just as you would expect a meteor to do. It carried on down really fast, and at around cloud level, it stopped. The light went out, and I assumed, yep, that's a meteor. After about two seconds or so, however, the light reappeared. As bright as any aircraft light would be, but it was solid white. As soon as it reappeared, it darted off to the right to the edge of a cloud and appeared to stop again and disappear. I didn't see it again from first entering to when it stopped was around 70 degrees to 45 degrees on the sky. When it moved the second time, it traveled around 5 degrees on the sky. This was my first ever unexplained sighting. I can normally put things I see in the sky down to drones, satellites, planes, helicopters, etc. But this was new. <laughs> All right, UFO sighting in Manchester, England. Again, this occurred February 4th, 2018. Second sighting of three green trails flying in triangle formation. I reported a UFO earlier this week, though this sighting actually happened the day after the first. Three green, slightly blue lights zipped across the sky, heading from the north and passing from left to right. I was looking east towards the southwest. They were in a triangle formation. Last time, they were much faster or closer and turned. This time, they were really high up, still in a triangle formation and the exact same three lights, but were traveling in a straight line far above the clouds. I've seen this twice now. People at work, 90% of them, think I'm insane or stupid. <laughs> wow. The other 10% agree that they've seen these things. They can't explain too. A week before my first reported sighting, I also saw a white light enter from orbit, stop for two seconds and disappear, then reappear only to move at 90 degrees to the way it came in, and it dodged behind a cloud, moved faster than any jet, and from a standing still position too. Super weird. Alrighty, this next UFO sighting, oh wow, this is a UFO blast from the past, everybody. A sighting in Pomona, California, August 31st, 1965. Silver disc over Los Angeles area, 1964 or 65. I was in junior high, so it was 64 or 65 in late afternoon, as I remember. This was 50 years ago. I lived at the end of Beaver Court at 340 in Pomona, California, two, three neighbor kids, the Pease or Collins family, <laughs> wow, we're going to name them, and I were hanging outside at the end of the cul-de-sac in front of the next door neighbor's Pease's house on a nice day. And we think it was in the summer when one of them motioned toward the sky and asked, what is that? We all turned and looked directly down Beaver Court towards South Garvey Avenue, the Main Street Cross, which was towards Los Angeles. Above the horizon, low hills, was a silverish, glowing disc-like shape. I saw it stationary at first, then it went rapidly west, forward from its position, paused there, quickly returned to where it started, went in the opposite direction at what had to be a high rate of speed. 
paused again, returned to its start point, paused, then went straight up and disappeared. The whole event couldn't have been for longer than two minutes and was probably less. It was quite far in the distance, so looked very small, like an inch or two from our location. I don't remember if glinting different colors like reflection from the sun, but the color of silver white looked reflective, if that makes sense. It appeared to move maybe four to six inches forward, then back from its start position, which had to be many miles in just a few seconds time. Again, I am a young tween. This was many years ago, but it changed my world and view. I could never forget this event. Wow. We kids knew it was out of the ordinary, but I don't remember emotions other than puzzlement. We left and went to our houses to get others to come out, but it didn't return. No adult was present. I still don't think much about it until the next day, maybe two days, when I remember someone saying the newspaper said it was a Goodyear blimp. <laughs> Trying to explain to the masses. Goodyear blimps can now zip around, <laughs> which I knew was impossible as they can't maneuver or travel at the velocity we saw. From that time on, I knew we were not alone in this planet. My dad had driven stock cars, number 41, Dave McDonald, in front neighborhood, in front neighbor, oh, when I, where I lived. Dang, they're putting the whole address. I'm going to skip that. <laughs> and family friend, wow, naming names again, died in Indianapolis 500 super crash. I drove quarter midgets as a six-year-old. I lived in cars all my childhood and understood speed, travel, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, we're skipping a little bit of that, too. This page says not to, but this was many years ago. I don't see a problem. Okay, we're going to skip. We're going to skip some of that because they're just naming people's names, addresses, getting all personal there. Mm-hmm, but I will post it on ufoheadlinenews.com so you guys can check it out. UFO sighting in Glasboro, New Jersey. This occurred February 2nd, or 5th, I'm sorry, 2018. There were three of them like pizza slice triangle. Pizza slice? Okay. I was going to pick up someone from Maluka, Maluka Hill, New Jersey. <laughs> I was driving on tour 55 heading south. All of a sudden, I saw three lights in a triangle like pizza slice. I pulled over on Route 55 facing south and start videotaping the lights. I was talking to my friend on the phone and I told him, what the heck is this? One light disappeared before I start the camera on my phone. By the time I start videotaping them, only two lights are left. After 16 seconds, both lights disappeared one by one and I start driving. That was it. Okay, let's, shall we take a look at this one? I think we should take a look at this one. Let's, let's do it. It's pulling up. If it's too good, remember, it probably won't be there. There is a video. Okay, they're going to hit play. Do, do. Is it coming? I don't know. It's taking its sweet baby time. Ah, okay. So you see these pulsing lights and... And you hear the people talking like, that is weird type of thing. So, okay, pretty impressive, but not really up close, but still, it's, it's pretty interesting. So, something to go check out on our site here. All right, the next UFO sighting. This happened in Olanka, California. Another bright object passed over our sky cam, similar to last night. Similar to last night's overflight, but this very bright object passed north to south this time. It was sometimes pulsating, blinking about once a second, but very bright, 
for the several minutes it passed after it disappeared I caught one more frame three minutes later where it was very bright at the extreme southern horizon it must have been exceptionally bright at that moment later to register on the motion sensor oh it, it's, it's not something the motion sensor caught it <laughs> just a few degrees elevation wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool if we all had motion sensor sky cams the things we could all catch I think that should be the new craze forget those dash cams get some roof cams <laughs> that'd be neat all right okay go on going on okay um where it was very bright at the extreme southern horizon it must have been exceptionally bright at that later moment to register on the motion sensor when just a few degrees elevation and heading far away there was no satellite passing this bright on this path according to heavensabove.com it lasted for far too long to be a meteor it was some type of flying object possibly a strange type of aircraft because normally aircraft going over at night are very high and so faint they are almost invisible this object was brighter than any planet there is no commercial airport within a hundred miles so there is no reason for a plane to have its landing lights on out here and anyway the object was uniformly bright as viewed from both its front and back I called in last night's sighting to the local police as well as China Lake Naval Station and Edwards Air Force Base and they did not acknowledge any activities in my area go figure why wouldn't they I'm telling you <laughs> all right this next UFO sighting happened in Ellsworth Kansas bit of a blast from the past gray silver egg disc shaped object moving northwest to northeast I was helping an associate person a <laughs> with farming chores at a piece of land northeast of town and when we we're done moving bales at around 3 p.m. and began to head towards home I rode with my other associate person B and as we were about uh, one to two miles from the local highway the road we were on angled slightly to the southwest so person B was facing straight ahead or more to the south and did not see the object at first I noticed it because it was lower than any cloud or plane was moving faster than a cloud or plane and made no noise like a cloud or plane oh you mean like a cloud or plane really those are some loud clouds <laughs> when the object was coming into view it was a gray silver egg disc shaped object as it came into view from the tree line about one to two miles away at a height of 500 feet moving from the northwest to northeast on a fixed path that was also northwest of my present location its focal point of the craft remained fixed on a line of trajectory as the craft itself rotated much like a coin being spun oh it was partly cloudy day with clouds at higher altitudes than 1500 to 2000 feet with more blue sky than clouds the ship made no noise did not change course and then broke view when it moved off in the distance behind another tree while there is a local airport near the town the object was moving too fast to land too low at the present distance to land without hitting power lines buildings etc it was moving in too sharp of a path to try and land with the runway that faces north-south additionally years prior I have heard sonic booms from military jets that bomb at a nearby targeting range however sonic booms had been absent from the area for roughly two years prior to the reported event and to this day no sonic booms have been reported by associates or myself 
All right. The next UFO sighting, this happened in Nags Head, North Carolina. A uh, brief blast from the past here. It's not that brief. Um, at the beach one night and had fireball go overhead after incident had visitations. My husband and I were at the beach one night, admiring the stars, having a romantic night. Then we started to notice unexplainable movements amongst lights and stars, moving in ways we had never seen before. It was so bizarre to us, then we heard jets. It looked like stars chasing stars, but sounded like jets. We decided to just go home. It was late, all of a sudden walking to our truck, discussing what we had witnessed. My husband grabbed me and threw me down in the sand. Within that second, I looked up, and a fireball went literally right over the top of our heads. Since this event, I have developed strong, psychic, empath abilities. My husband and I share a telepathic communication. I personally have been visited through what seems to be dreams, but they leave me wondering if it was real. Also, this is very embarrassing to write, but on two occasions, I have seen them on top of me. Sexually. Oh gosh, that's that's so horrible. Once was when I was just waking up. It was a dark grayish dwarf sized mist. The other time was in a dream. But I felt a pressure in my area when I woke up. We were in this room that looked like it was made of sheet metal, a little larger than the size of drywall put together by these weird strange screws. These screws made a pattern of sorts on the walls. Very weird and hard to explain. Ever since the night at the beach took place, it has changed my life. It has changed my marriage for the better, emotionally. We still find it fascinating some nights during certain moon phases to look towards the east where the ocean is and watch the lights. doesn't happen all the time, but we still wonder and look at the stars. I, for one, am highly disturbed by that report there. Uh, obviously, this, these things got access to this person and uh, took note and took advantage. You know, people think, oh, the aliens are probing you. <laughs> no, they're raping, taking advantage, abusing, causing extreme damage to people's minds, bodies, and souls. It is highly disturbing and um Oh my gosh, it just breaks my heart. But And yeah, I don't know why, but it opens up that psychic portal. They communicate to you telepathically, so I guess it kind of opens that up. So you're, you'll are you go and be isolated at times so they could take advantage of you further. Yeah, makes sense, right? Unfortunately. All right, moving on to a paranormal point of a story. This one is called Clash Royale Creeper. <laughs> Creeper, literally. Only creep that I know is like the hat man. He is such a pervert and a creeper. All right, let's see what the story is about. This person is sharing their personal experience. At first, let me introduce myself. In English, my name is just Jude. I'm 15 years old and I live in Vilnius, Lithuania. Okay. This story took place one time when the new mobile game Clash Royale was coming out. And I was really excited to play it. The goal in the game is to destroy enemy towers with your t- with your troops. So let's get into the story. When I installed the game, I was really into it. I just couldn't stop playing it. I was playing it at home, on the bus, and even sometimes during my classes. I was really good at it. 
I got to a pretty high level in short time. One day I noticed that you can join clans, so I joined one. I met some really awesome people in there. We usually do friendly battles for fun and just talk about our daily stuff. It was like having really good friends there, even if we don't know each other in person. So it was just a normal day at school. I think I had seven lessons that day, and I remember at lunch in the school's cafeteria while eating, I kept playing Clash Royale when a notification in clan's chat box popped up. It was a request to join our clan, and I accepted it. He was at a pretty low level, though. He introduced himself as, quote, Mark, and started talking about how he really likes this game. I responded with the same thing, and it was true, because I really was enjoying it. So a couple of days passed, just normal days, nothing really interesting was happening, when Mark requested me for a friendly battle. I accepted it. Game starts and I start attacking him and surprisingly, he does nothing. I won, of course, and asked him why he wasn't doing anything. He responded with just, you are good at this game. Do you want to meet sometime in person to play? Uh-oh, that sounds like a pervert. I wasn't feeling good about meeting with someone who I don't know, so I replied with just, I don't think that's a good idea. His next words were, why not? You live in Vilnius, right? I responded with a basic yes. How did you know? His next response shocked me. I know a lot about you. I know where you live and your phone number. I didn't take it seriously and I said just, okay, dude, enough of your pranks. He responded with, I'm not pranking you. I can prove it. I wondered how he will prove it. And after a minute, I got a message on my phone saying, hi, it's me, Mark. I felt sick when I read it. I didn't know what to do. I immediately wrote, okay, you creeper, what do you want? No response. Days passed. He didn't say anything. My friends on the clan were wondering if I was okay. I told them everything is fine for now. So one day on Facebook, I got a friend request from a person who didn't have any photos, posts, friends, or even profile picture. I had a bad feeling about it, and I don't know why, but I accepted it and wrote a message to that person saying, Hello, do I know you? It responded really quickly saying, You forgot me already? It's me, Mark. I didn't know what to say. After a couple of minutes, I replied with, Listen, you are taking this too far. What do you want? Then he sent me a photo of me in school. Just in the hallways, but not in classes. I was shaking and scared. I really didn't know what to do. I asked him where he found information about me. His response was, Your Google account knows a lot about you. Did he hack my Google account? Which is possible because Clash Royale requires you to join... Log in with your Google account to save your progress. Wow, this is a pervert. This doesn't sound very paranormal. It just sounds like a creeper. <laughs> I was 100% done with it. I said that I will report him to the police. His response was quick saying, Don't you dare to I know where you live. I can easily come and just knock at your door. I was scared for my life now and couldn't do anything about it. I asked him, What the heck does he want with me? In response, I got, I want to play with you. But not the Clash Royale, but for real. Does he want to sexually abuse me? I asked myself. I send to him, you freaking pervert, leave me alone. In response, I got, ha, ha, ha. That was all for that day. The next day was the worst. I was so scared the whole day at school and didn't know what awaited me. When I was just about to leave school, I got a text message saying, I'm just waiting for you to leave the school. I almost started crying in fear at the moment. I went to the school window near the exit. I didn't see anyone suspicious, just students leaving the school and going home. So I decided to go too. 
On my way home, I kept receiving photos from him of me going home. I kept looking around but didn't see anyone. Oh, that's really freaky. Just normal people passing by and nobody looking or taking photos of me. I managed to get home safely and lock the door. My mom was at work and my dad doesn't live with us. I saw a note on the kitchen table for my mom to go to the store and buy some groceries. I really didn't want to leave home because there was a creeper somewhere stalking me, but I also didn't want to get into an argument with my mom, so I made myself go. Surprisingly, everything went good. Same evening, my mom got back. I watched TV. I tried to act like everything was okay, but inside, I was dying from fear. Evening passed, came time to go to sleep. Somehow, I made myself get in my bed and close my eyes. Now, there was just me, silence and darkness, but I couldn't fall asleep. After like 10 minutes, I started to hear cracking noises from somewhere in my room. Then I heard my closet door lightly opening. I was lying facing the doors with just one eye open when a tall, dark figure of a person stepped out. I screamed and ran to my mom's room. Somehow I managed to explain that there was a psycho hiding in my room. She took me very seriously. She took her pepper spray and slowly went to my room. We found nothing there, just my balcony door opened. He had run away. I told my mom everything from the beginning and she called the police. They said they will investigate everything. Weeks passed since the incident. Police weren't un were unable to find anything about a mark. He deleted his Facebook account, left the clan, and deleted his every message, leaving only a nightmarish memory. Now, that is true horror right there, isn't that? That's not paranormal. That's just a creeper. Big time. Ay, yikes. All right, so I've got a, I've got a paranormal story here, I believe. <laughs> I just grab these randomly. Who knows what's going to be in them. This is called Run In with the Skunk Ape. This person is sharing their story, and they say, I've only told this story to two people. I don't care if you believe me, I know what I saw. I live in central Florida. My house is right on the beach, but if you travel two minutes inland, you're in a swamp so dense it would be impossible to navigate if you got lost. But back to the story. This happened when I was five years old. Me and a couple of friends went out to the swamp to go play hide-and-seek. Me being a tall kid, I often had to hide in very small spaces to play the game. When me and a few friends went to hide, I went by myself. Big mistake. While hiding inside a hollowed log, I noticed an awful stench, like rotting flesh with rotting leaves. A lot of time passed. It was very close to night, and I decided to get out to leave after an hour of hiding. Oh, that's a long time. The stench was now stronger, but I passed it as swamp gas. While walking the trail, I saw this mound of mulch. As I was stepping over it to step up right in front of me, my blood, huh? As I was stepping over it, it stepped up right in front of me. Okay, that's what they're meaning. My blood turned to ice because this thing was at least nine feet tall. It was two feet in front of me, and I was frozen, stuck. Any attempt to run or scream was futile. It simply stood there looking at me. No face or anything. Just nothing but thick, curly hair that smelled like poop. <laughs> the arms went down to its knees with claws so long. I could almost feel it myself. What felt like an eternity was mostly a minute. 
I was not expecting what it was going to do next. It simply turned to the left and in three strides was gone in the brush. As it did, I ran so gosh darn fast, I did not even realize that I had peed myself. That was the least of my worries. I made a 20-minute walk, a 5-minute sprint. When I got to the parking lot, my friends were there telling one of the adults that they did not know what had happened to me. They all saw fear in my eyes and tears streaming to my face, and they all asked what had happened. I simply said that I saw a black bear because I knew that no one would believe a five-year-old with an active imagination. I learned later that this was a skunk ape and sightings were seen all over Florida. I'm 17 now and I still drive past that trail every day hoping to never see that thing again. Icky. Yeah, skunk ape, I heard they kind of look like a lump of moss and smell like Bigfoot, but a bit worse, like skunk. <laughs> well, I have to tell you guys, thank you so much for listening to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis. Be sure to check out UFOHeadlineNews.com every single day and tune into my other two shows that I do weekly, The Outlander on Fridays and co-host on The Kevin Cook Show on Tuesdays. Both are at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And then go to TheOutlandersComic.com to see my paranormal comic strip. And remember... If you've experienced something out of the ordinary and want some level-headed advice, or if you've seen a UFO and want to share, be sure to write me at uhn at inceptionradionetwork.com. Remember always to keep an open mind so you can stay informed and inspired.